Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. We read about the children of Israel complaining in the wilderness and shake our heads and wonder how they could possibly complain and arouse the Lord's anger after all he'd done for them. He'd rescued them from a hard life of slavery in Egypt. He'd parted the Red Sea and destroyed their enemies. He sent them manna each morning. He led them with his presence, showing up like a pillar of cloud by day and fire by night. He called them his people and made a covenant with them and gave them his law and gave them victory in battle. What more could they want? So comfy me sitting in my recliner in an air-conditioned home in the most privileged country in the world. I am judging former slaves who are struggling through a wilderness, never knowing when or if they'll be moving that day, knowing that they will never get to their destination before they die, not knowing if they'll be able to find water that day, and eating the same thing day after day. Yeah, I would complain too. I know this because comfy me complains a lot as it is. Living in the desert under those conditions wouldn't change that. But what if each of my complaints became snakes? That's kind of what happened to the Israelites. Let me read you the story from Numbers 21, 4 through 9. Then they journeyed from Mount Hor by the way of the Red Sea to go around the land of Edom, and the soul of the people became very discouraged on the way. And the people spoke against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in this wilderness? For there is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many of the people of Israel died. Therefore the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away these serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent and set it on a pole, and it will be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. So Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And so it was, if a serpent had bitten anyone, when he looked at the bronze serpent, he lived. The Israelites looked at God's blessings and said they hated them. What God is providing isn't good enough. And that attitude came back to bite them, quite literally. Discontentment with the blessings God has given us is like receiving a gift and throwing it back in the giver's face. But what if our complaints immediately turned into snakes? Obviously, we would quit complaining pretty quickly. But how poisonous are our complaints? Complaining is kind of like the opposite of praising and glorifying God. So when we complain around non-Christians, doesn't that poison our witness? And I've noticed, when one person starts complaining, it causes others to chime in. It sometimes starts an epidemic or a chain reaction of complaints that's hard to stop. The main thing that has helped me with my complaining is something a friend of mine gave me for Christmas last year. A thankful journal. I've probably told you about it before, 
But the antidote for me of complaining is praising and thanking God for his blessings. So if I find myself complaining, whether in my head or to others, once I realize what I'm doing, I try to kill that snake by praising God and thanking him. So instead of fussing about traffic, I can thank God that I can spend more time with him in the car singing along with my praise music. And when I get off of a call with a particularly annoying person at work, instead of complaining about her to my coworkers, I can say loud enough for my coworkers to hear, thank you, Jesus, for giving me the patience to deal with her today. And when I get in my hot car, I can thank God that I have a car and that I have air conditioning waiting for me at home. How can you kill those snakes? Honestly, we probably can minimize our complaints, but we're human, and complaining is pretty natural. The people of Israel knew they couldn't get rid of the snakes that their complaints had caused. So they acknowledged their sin and asked the Lord to take away the snakes. Repentance is the key. Complaints tend to sneak up on us. When we realize we've been complaining, we can confess our sins and repent before God, and maybe before others who have heard us complain. That would sure kill a few snakes, wouldn't it? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.